0: Yesterday, just that chip on your shoulder Everyone talking about a neutral AFC Championship game Not even thinking about you guys How much did
1: that motivate you coming into this? You better send those refunds <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the city where they gotta play us Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up to Don't cross the up. middle, 21 in the cut We ain't hiring from nobody, running to tell them it's up I'm from up. the city where they gotta play us Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We're we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell him it's up. Bag to bag, champs, kings of the north with it. Mm-hmm. thinking they can hang with us, The ain't jumped off the porch with it. Long bomb the chase every Sunday, watch him go and get it. Double up on him, then we gon' double down on T Higgins. Just throw Void in the mix, now you really iffy. Every Sunday, showing boys how they really gritty. They try to shuffle up the game on us, but they ain't icky. Flip the coin, kick the toe, right to the go and get it. Never know what's gon' happen when Joe drop back. He get shifty in the pocket, I get shifty on the track. Nobody on the team. All pro, that's all cap. Most all around team in the NFL, that's all fact. Ain't came across nobody yet that seemed like they can hang with us. They said we couldn't be Buffalo, but see how we call they bluff. Underdogs every week, they keep on trying to label us. Put your money on us, even if Vegas don't favor us. No matter what, we really came up now, it's hard to fail. I dare you come across that middle, Vaughn, gon' ring your bell. I know we under they skin, them boys built frail. Eli Apple out there chirping like a next tail. You don't want Sam and Trey to come off them ends. Rita clogging up the middle like a big body bend. Right behind them, Logan and Pratt, the turnover twins. We see in the backfield just to clean up the loose ends. We just, just draft the camera, draft the hill. Instant gratification every time that they on the field We can't go back to what we was, cause that's the loser weight It's been hard to throw on us since we picked up a woozy 8 It's like win after win, feel like we could really do it Zach Taylor doing the same for the city, I give it to him And I bet you will find a hole if you give it to him Aiden Hurst don't need a hole, he just plan on running through him Just hand it out to 28 and let him do the dash Getting hit by BJ Hill probably feel like a car crash Every week it seem like Lou digging deeper in his bag And if the game on the line, all my favorite money match I'm from the city where they gotta play us Fuck the coin flippers time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, twenty one in the cut. And we ain't higher from nobody, run telling tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flippers, time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, twenty one in the cut. And we ain't higher from nobody, run telling tell them it's up.
2: What do we say,
1: dog? They gotta
0: play us. I love the ending of that. They gotta play us. What's up, guys? Welcome to the show. This is Bengals Talk with the Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Iceman, Jeff Trenopoul. And as always, I bring you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio. Home of, we know, the greatest quarterback in the NFL and the back-to-back AFC North champion, Cincinnati Bengals. Now do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. You guys are awesome. I'm up to 2,168 subscribers. As always, I appreciate every single one of you guys. If you watch on Facebook, or Twitter, and you have yet to subscribe to my channel, why not? Please do so. Please go to the YouTube channel, Bengals Talk with Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription button. Hit the bell for the notification every time I go live. You'll be notified also exclusively in the YouTube chat crew. We're doing Super Chat. So if you got something for the Godfather, and you know why I call him the Godfather. He is the originator of the Bengals podcast. He's Anthony Kassensei. He's AC. If you got something you want to ask him? Give me a Super Chat. Or if you want to just support the show, Give me super super chat. I would greatly appreciate it. And as as always, I'm coming from this glorious place down here. The Ice Cave. The Ice Cave is brought to my T Properties. T Properties. Quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. And you know what? Like I said, the greatest quarterback in the league. Jackpot Joey. I wear this stuff every single day. If you want any of the hats, the uh, hoodies, the flags. Uh, go to jackpotjoey9.com. If you want any of the beer, you got to go check out Brink Brewery. It is delicious and award-winning beer. And portions of the proceeds from everything you buy, go to the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Fund. Plus, we got the golf outing come out, and there might be a cornhole tournament coming out here soon. at Brink Brewery. Oh, we're trying to do our part to help out the Joe Burrow Fund, so make sure you do yours. Drink some beer, where's the cool stuff, and you help people out. Anyway, what's up to everybody in the chat? Oh, my goodness. You guys are blowing it up. I freaking love it. Hold, this, this is a first. Stranger was not first. Greg Graves, you were first. Congratulations, buddy. You're first. Fox is in there. Nick is in there. Cam's in there. Or Ken's in there. Sorry. Lindsey's in there. Cryptkeeper, Keeper, what's up? Richard. Uh, Crown. My boy Crown is there. Uh, Cindy James is in there. Uh, somebody talking about the Steelers is in there. We'll ignore that, dude. Anyway, what? <laughs> let's get to the reason we all are here. And like I said, this all, this Bengals podcast thing started with the guy I'm about to bring on to, he's the godfather, Anthony Cazenza. What's up, AC?
2: What's going on, Jeff? How you doing, buddy?
0: Good
2: man, good. I uh, you, you like that nickname. I know you. I know. Uh, well, I, I mean, it's it's flattering. It <laughs> is flattering in so many ways and I always try and say there's maybe a couple of others that uh trailblaze a little bit before me, but I still appreciate the name. Otherwise, you're rocking the draft lid, my man. I've got yeah. mine getting sent to me in route here, so I'm waiting to get I got the white one though. I got the white hybrid. You- yeah. yeah, I got the white one. Well, I, this, uh, is, this
0: is the fitted one too. This is the one they got at, yeah. the, at the pro shop. So like I went yeah. down because I was gonna buy it online and like like you know, my buddy Dale from Biggins and Bruce, he put on a group chat I was like, Oh, these are out I'm gonna get the white one. I'm like, Oh, that's cool. And I started looking around, I'm like, Oh, they got black ones. Now look how much they were. I'm like, mm, let me uh let me call the pro shop here. Let's see when they're coming yeah. in. So, the, so at first they said they weren't in, and then they tweeted out that they were in. I called them back, like, you got them? They're like, yeah. I said, You got the black ones? They're like, Yeah, I'm like. I only lived you know, yeah, 15 yeah. minutes from the pro shop, so I drove down there and got it, and I beat Dale to it. He was a little jealous. It's
2: okay. There you go. It's kind of a uh, yearly tradition for me now. Get the draft, you know, oh, the yeah. draft hat is for the year, and uh, go from there. I like, I like, I like it. I I have a lot of the black hats, so yeah. I went, I went with the the, the white one. Um, I don't know. We'll see how it turns oh, out. Dude,
0: anyway. I have I have such a hard time because I, I wear hats all the time. I have a hard time keeping the white hats clean because I got the the white jackpot Joey hat. I got like three of those things. And I, I've scrubbed those things and scrubbed those things. I'm like, God, I can't keep them clean. So I mean I am not i am not good at keeping hats clean. I wear them too much, man. So that's why no. I'm like I'm getting the black one. But I like the, I, the
2: bangle head on it though. do uh, yeah. like that? The yeah, they, they transitioned, uh yes, yes. Uh, they're transitioning back to that. It seems I like it. I, I hope like so. It. I mean, I yeah. mean I
0: don't hate the B. I like the B.
2: It's my least favorite of the of the. Yeah. Personally speaking, it's yeah. the least favorite of least mine.
0: Favorite. I don't. I don't uh, it's okay. I, I like the leaping tiger. I think everybody likes the leaping tiger the
2: best. Mm-hmm. And then it's this one. And then it's probably the B. Where, uh, yeah. where
0: are you at? You like the the Bengal head? head. Yeah. Yeah, I
2: like the I like the face. I like the Bengal Yeah, yeah. I like I like the Bengal head the the best. And then leaping tiger. And then. The B is way down the pecking order for me. <laughs> way down. I, I do get it. Cool. I, I get it. I mean, the B, you know, not only Bengals, but obviously Brown, you know, Brown for the Brown family, Blackburn. I mean, I, I get there's, you know, a lot of significance with the letter and whatnot, but to right. me, it's just it's a little, little boring compared to the other two. <laughs> All right. So the Bengals did some,
0: uh, as a free agency news this week, we saw a cornerback, we saw a tight end. Where are you at on the Bengals offseason? I mean, me personally, I think it's a, – a, I keep saying it's a solid offseason. I, I, it's like a B, B minus. I mean, Orlando Brown is a freaking home run, grand slam, whatever you say. The rest yeah. of them, it's kind of yeah. – you know, I like him. I'm not disappointed. I wish, wish we could have kept Bell. That would have been nice. But where are you at on the Bengals in the in the offseason? And do you think they're done with a free agent set?
2: I, they might bring in, uh, the, you, they worked out, so they've had like a busy third week of free agency yeah, already, right? right? I mean, they have signed two guys that were outside free agents. They re-signed Trent Taylor. They worked out two guys. And then here they are doing the owners meetings as well. So, I mean, they've, they've get, had a busy week for the third week in free agency. And this is kind of when the Bengals usually like to strike and get those kind of fun deals. Uh, I'd have to go back and look exactly to see exactly when, you know, Larry O and, and Hayden Hurst kind of signed those rental deals, but those were kind of further down the line. I don't think they were this far down the line, but those were further down the line. Those were guys that are quality players that just didn't get in that first wave of free agency. And then you got the Bengals coming in there and saying like, Hey, you know, We'll give you a, a lucrative one-year deal, or we've got an opportunity for you—one-year deal—to right. play with Joe Burrow, to play in this team that has made two AFC championships and one Super Bowl in the last two seasons. You know, uh, even if we're your stepping stone to your next right. contract, which some guys—it's been that way for some guys—the tight Larry, ends, Larry and, yeah, 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 Larry O, Larry o
0: too. Yeah. Case, of, I mean, C.J., yeah. Aiden, Larry O. I mean, all of them all have the bigger contracts, though. So.
2: Yeah, I mean even if it's you know the stepping stone type of thing, it's like, hey, you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna squeeze what we need out of you this year at least, and uh, you know, maybe we'll it'll parlay into something good. I really like in a lot of ways what they have how they've rebounded in free right. agency because I yeah. think initially it was like, man, the hits just kind of keep on coming. Yeah. Pratt to me was was a nice surprise to, right. to retain him. it right. sounded and seemed like he was gonna be a guy that uh, and I hate doing the deal where you try and read through like cryptic tweets and stuff. Right, you're like, dude, right. I, who How knows what the hell? The, well, yeah, I, I just <laughs> you're like, who really knows what the hell he was actually talking about and some of that stuff. <laughs> it's uh, all blood drips. It's all right, blood drops. Right, right, <laughs> and so you're like, dude, you know, and a lot of people are like, oh, he's gone, he's gone, he's gone. Well, I thought he was. I, I thought it was. I thought it was going to be a financial thing, not so much like a you know a respect thing or whatever you want to call it. I thought it was going to be just you know again not a premium position for the Bengals that they give super high money to well, and, and
0: it's uh, also one of our deeper positions that, on the team to be honest I mean, right. it is
2: right and it was a manageable deal so i mm-hmm. like that bell was a bit of a surprise but yeah. what, what we've seen jeff and this is kind of my take with it is number one they were not satisfied with the offensive line despite overhauling it last year i love yeah. that mentality yes and two i know it's tough it, it's tough to see jesse bates go predictable yeah. It's tough to see on Belgo, that was not predictable, but still, who they're keeping, who they're bringing in are still guys that are not going to be, or not will not sniff 30 years old, really, it was the end of whatever contract they, they they signed with the Bengals, and it's still younger, faster guys, and I think they're going to rely on more on that in the draft. Yeah,
0: everybody they've signed, they, they, their wheel, wheelhouse is 25 to 27. Yep. Well, you're there. You're 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 in the Bengals' wheelhouse. That's what they want to get. Now, my concern is, like I said, Bell surprised me. I thought we could keep him. Having two two new safeties, uh, you know, a second year player, and I mean, Mike uh, um, Smith is uh, is a uh, not Smith. uh what's his name? The Scott Scott. Thank you, Scott. Yeah. He's a veteran. He's he's been around. Played in Super Bowl. Played against the Bengals. How big an issue is that? Because I think it's, I think they're going to be good. I don't know if there'd be Jesse Bates, Von Bell good. Where are you at on that?
2: They will not be, I don't think. Um, And, I, and that's not an indictment. I mean, Dax Hill right. could come in and surprise us and play very, you know, play very well in the second year. You could have a nice uh, rotational guy in there in and Tyson Anderson. But I think, again, and this is so cliche and such an old NFL adage, but like, Jeff, you know, man, if. If you can shore up your pass rush, if you can right. if you can get more right. rotational pass rush help, right. if the Bengals can find another guy to pair with D, uh, DJ Reader, BJ Hill in there to get more. Uh, basically, find that formula that you had in 21, which we was Reader, replacement Hill, for Larry O. Larry o. Yes. Yeah. You find that, find that. yeah, You find yeah. that. And then maybe Joseph Osai takes another step and you add another piece in the draft there. Um, if you're able to increase and, and better your pass rush, take away – You know, pressure the quarterback, all that kind of stuff. You know, it forces more, more error-prone throws and all kinds of different things to make those the the secondary look good. So, you know, there's unfortunately, this is what happens when you're a good team. You're going to have to pick and choose. You're going to have to have this give and take in terms of, like, you know, we're going to lose some quality guys. That's going to happen because teams, uh, teams are going to come after them, and so you're not going to have when when you're a good team. Yeah. You're not going to have a perfect roster from top to bottom, but what you're going to do is you're going to need to say, okay, well, we're going to be this year. We're going to be really adept here and here. And if the Bengals are able to be, take that next step on the offensive line with Orlando Brown Jr. Maybe whoever the hell is going to play right tackle. um, You know, if if they're going to take that next step as an offensive line, I think that's a trade-off you'd make. Right. Given how close the Bengals have been, regardless of all the injuries and different stuff that have happened over the last couple of right. years, and the Achilles' heel has continued to be that offensive line. So, if the offensive line takes the step, I think you know you're, you've got talent in a lot of other places where you can say, "Hey, you know, we should be right back in the in the big games again towards the end of the year." Exactly. Now, going off what
0: we said with three tech here, we had uh, Street come in. My guess here says that are oh, they going to pick up a, a, a D tackle? Are we going to go D tackle? We are going to go interior. Because We had a couple guys come in this week. I mean, I want I want an interior guy to be honest. I wanted somebody to pick up Larry o. Where, where where are you out on Street? And I can't remember the other guy's name that came in this week. To be honest, you know, yeah, contav-
2: not- yeah, Contavious Street. Well, it's Ter- Terrell Basham was the other guy Basham, from, uh, from Ohio. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Basham's a guy that's kind of had you know moments of of some good play here and there in the NFL, but hasn't found a home with really anyone i think he's got uh in what three years 12 sacks something like that so i mean he can get those guys aren't they those are loose
0: guys looking for a home
2: yeah yeah i mean you would you would think that maybe that's a that's a rotational but he's he's an edge more of an edge guy and then you've got street which was a who was a guy that was a i think he was a pretty sought after player in the draft and then he got injured i think at his pro day so he he was a guy that uh, you know ended up falling to the fourth round. I think the the Niners had him for a while. He's another guy that's kind of had some nice moments in the NFL. Nothing you know, absolutely earth shattering, but a guy that could be a decent depth piece. They need to find additional interior pass rush help, yes. though. I think. Yes. I think you know, despite the way the Chiefs game ended last year with Joseph Osai and the whole the whole thing with it, I think you started to see some sparks there towards the end of the year. Oh, Joseph Osai him. played really good. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. You saw some nice things from him. Yes, And then, you know, you, you've got Cam Sample still in the mix, Zachary Carter, maybe he takes a nice step the next year or two, but you have to have another guy in the middle to be able to consistently bring pressure uh, from the interior of the defensive line. And I think I don't know if that's going to come from a Contavia street. I don't know if that's going to come from potentially the Bengals going in the draft early, a Kalijah Cansey who had an oh, amazing dude, pro that's, day. That's my dude. Oh, my yeah. God. He had an amazing pro day again oh. here on Wednesday. Oh, I, know. Uh, I think, my the RAS got him to 9.6 or something out of oh, 10. So he looks pretty yeah. good. He ain't going to be there 28. Um, <laughs> I don't think so either. I don't no. think so either. But, dude, you know what? We say that every year. I know, right? Yeah, he's, we do. We do about somebody. No, yeah, there's no right. way that guy's going to be here. There's no way he's going to be here. And somebody is there every <laughs> no, time I'm we say it. that. So, yeah, yeah I, so I
0: not I had a question for you with that. And, and me me and Dale talk about this a lot. of and Brewers, my, my channel here. If uh, Darnell uh, uh, Wright is there or Canty's there, at twenty-eight, they're both sitting there. Anthony Kizenza, the Godfather. You are the Bengals GM. Who are you taking?
2: Darnell, right? Is the, the tackle out of Tennessee, right? Yep. Is that the, yeah? Yep. And and of course the uh, Kalidjic cancy the, the interior line from Pitt. Yeah, I would go with Cancy and I wouldn't think too hard about it, really, because here's why. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, that's a tougher. That's a tougher. Uh, potentially a tougher position to nail and to get in this year's class specifically in my I, I feel like right tackles you know you could potentially get one into the second round you may need to move back up into the second round or whatnot if you need to get one they do need a long-term answer there that's for sure right, right. so you're but saying Jones could be there at 60 uh, well uh, maybe I mean I Stranger things have happened, right? I mean, guys just fall. And, and we say this every year because we we think we are so certain that we can be an NFL GM. And Oh, there's no way that guy's going to be there. There's no way. Oh, how could they pass him up? Remember the kid? Do you remember the kid um, in the Joe Burrow draft 2020? Yeah. Uh, he was the kid, the, the tackle out of University of Houston. Uh, Jones, yes, yes. Josh, I, I, yeah, I want to is Josh Jones. Yeah. 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 Everybody was like, yeah. a he's going to be there, there, there. He was going to be where they picked T. Right. right, that was that was the yeah, deal. He was there and, and he fell all the way through night, night yep. two. Um, yep. I think he finally got drafted at the end of night two in the third round. And people are going, What the hell happened to this kid? He was supposed to be a first round pick. Well, that's that's a prime example of like, you know, right? We, we don't know what we don't know. Some teams don't view players the same way as us as fans or us that cover the team or what have you. Um, view them, you know, it, it, we just wear different glasses sometimes on certain players. So, at any rate, that's a prime example. I think there could be a, a player in the second round where somebody could, you know, g- you could find uh, as a right tackle option. But again, the Bengals need to figure out what the hell they're doing there because now, now you've got, I, I said this on my show yesterday. You've got kind of a good problem and a bad problem at right, right tackle. You've got a lot of options, but you got short-term contracts, people who don't want to be there, guys coming off of injuries, and then other guys that have been fringe starters, not not great long-term. Wait, wait, wait. you don't There's think you know that Cody Ford is is the answer at right tackle? Well, I, I think he's an I think he's an answer. <laughs> is he the if, answer? If if, if 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 Williams is gone, Collins is on pup. The Bengals don't, you know, invest a high pick in right tackle, then yeah, Cody Ford's probably going to be a guy that starts a couple of games for you towards the beginning of the year. But uh, I don't know that I'm fully comfortable with that because he hasn't (laughs) played that position in the NFL since his rookie year, I think. Right, exactly. I mean,
0: the funny thing, I've had a couple people come at me on Twitter like, we've got Collins. He's going to be at right tackle. I'm like, dude, he's not going to be ready. I mean, maybe he will be, but it would be a miracle if he's ready by the time the season starts. There's no way. I mean, he got he got injured at Christmas. I mean, LC's not gonna be he's about to pup. He's not going to be ready till I don't know earliest October, November. So I, you know, that whole narrative is like, that's not an option. That's where I keep going, Jonah Williams, brother. Unless we draft a right tackle, get your butt at a right tackle and learn how to do it because you're yeah you're he, a best option.
2: Here's here's my take on Jonah Williams not wanting to play. This is just my personal theory. Um what do you
0: got? I keep telling him how much you got for the yeah, four yeah.
2: but here's here's my uh, you know, and I don't want to plug whatever. But when we, we asked Orlando Brown, Brown no, no, we we talked to Orlando Brown, and it was it was I know I'm ch- fun, that's but, awesome.
0: It, it was um, by the way, that
2: was awesome. Oh, thank you. I he
0: appreciate that. He, he, the the, the sh- streamyard messed up at first, which the funny thing I'm listening to. I had the same problem when I had T Higgins' mom's on. I had T, yeah. Mama T on. She was perfectly fine before I went live, and then you and go then, live, and of course, right yeah. and then it's like, but yeah. like,
2: you yeah. can't hear me. I'm like, okay, uh, I saw <laughs> this when I heard that. I'm like, oh
0: my God, say that anyway. Sorry,
2: go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. it's all good. Anyway, just in that he talks about the transition from right to left and left to right, playing different tackle spots. So my my theory with that on Jonah Williams is not so much a pride. I'm not the left tackle, I'm now the right tackle type of thing. I think it's more, you know, it would be experiencing potentially a heavy learning curve. Yeah. uh, Or a somewhat heavy learning curve in a contract year. So if he struggles in that transition, there's already questions about his viability uh, reportedly around the league as a long-term left tackle for a team. And then you switch him to right in a contract year. He maybe is kind of playing catch-up to transition to a different side that entire year, maybe he doesn't play as well or all that well. And then he's seeking another contract. And then all of a sudden, you know, that contract he could have had as a left tackle for a team after this year now gets dwindled down even more as a right tackle who maybe had potentially some struggles in a transition year. And I don't think he's about that. So I think it's actually more of a long-term thing for him and maximizing whatever his next contract would look like potentially. I think, that may be kind of going through his mind. I'm sure there's other yeah. elements too, but that's just my my conspiracy but, yeah, to, theory about to,
0: it. To me, Anthony, he's he he's got no leverage. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you got no leverage. You you, you Unless the Bengals get, not, get their socks knocked off of them, I don't think they're trading them. I'm like, you got, you know, he's not going to sit out. He's he's owed what? Is he 12 million or is he 17? Yeah.
2: I think it's 12, 12, 12 and a half. Um, I, I want to say yeah, that. Like, um, and he ain't, he ain't
0: sitting out and just, oh, I don't need 12, $12 million dollars, 12 and a half million dollars. Like, pff,
2: I, on, I mean, on paper, right now, you know, to get that money and to have what you would think an inside track at a starting tackle job with a team, you know, you kind of feel like that's got to be one of his better options, particularly on a team if it does well. He, if he ends up picking things up fast, he seems to be a sharp guy. Coaches right. love him, all that kind of stuff. So you know, he, you would think that there's a lot of uh, where where I, there's concern about him potentially making that transition. There's probably also you know, a, a theory where he could be a guy who picks it up faster than others, yeah. right? Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it, it, I, I, I think one of his better options right now is to take the money that he's guaranteed this year in that fifth year of his contract, p- potentially play right tackle, do what you can and, and, and go from there. But also, you know, there may be a team on draft weekend, because yeah. that frenzy kind of picks up again right. that weekend, and if a team comes in and says, "Hey, man, we're going to give you a you know a night two pick yep. um, for Sold. for for in this draft, right? Yeah, in the draft, yeah, yeah for for this guy, you know, I think maybe the Bengals would, would listen to that, especially if maybe they see a run on players that they yeah. kind of liked mm-hmm. at a certain stretch. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I think he's worth
0: a second round pick, and I've said the same thing. I don't think he's I don't really don't think anything's happening with him until draft night. Let's get some questions here because it's blowing up. I appreciate you guys uh blowing the chat up. I'm trying to get to all, but uh Fiji here it was at first. He said, uh, what about Blackman? Uh AC, good third day pick.
2: Blackman, you gotta you gotta. We're we're talking about a lot of different uh <laughs> just throw it up there. Are we talking about um the UFC kid? Uh he might be. I don't know. Uh, that's I was kind of hoping you knew. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get give, we'll, give we'll him, go. Do you see kid? UFC kid. Go ahead. Um, well, it, I, I think he's talking about is it Julian Blackman? Is that who he's that talking sounds, about? Yeah, that sounds right. Um, no, Julian Blackman. He's he's the kid. He's on the Colts. I, I you gotta get you gotta give me another name on that. Um, right. I,
0: try, I gotta try, look try into to, that. Try to type it in again yeah. there, Phoebe. And let's see here. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Jonas Hot. Oh yeah, Fleming. Chris City James is like uh, Wayne Fleming.
2: Wynn Fleming, I'll get it right. Oh, so Wynn, oh yeah, I saw that one. Uh, yeah, so I, Isaiah Wynn has not been, um, I, to my knowledge, I just, I, I looked it up a little bit ago. He's not been picked up here. So I, that's an interesting one. Um, he is 27. He, I, I think he had a pretty good year, was it last year? But, you know, there was kind of some bumps in the road along the way. So he's kind of an interesting guy out there too. For a team i don't he i think his asking price was was pretty high so he may now have to take a different kind of deal maybe one of those rental deals or maybe he's just going to kind of wait it out until after the draft and see what teams come calling if they don't get a tackle right uh there may be some teams that may be more inclined to, to come after him then um fleming again it's at that point i mean i, I think they kind of did a little bit of that with cody ford it's just kind of like you know. That's kind of maybe your stopgap or versatile backup kind of guy. So, you know, I think at this point, you got to find some form of a long term option and you got to commit to Jonah Collins, um, mm-hmm. a draft pick. I mean, mm-hmm. y- you're going to have to make a commitment there. Right. All right. Now he, he clarified here. Uh, Oops, shit. Borrow <clears> one. <throat> he said,
0: uh, uh, Mika, Mika Blackburn. Mika, Thank you. Blackbird, Blackburn, cornerback from uh, uh, USC from Colorado.
2: What's yeah, it? so he is uh, – you know, the guy – yeah, for 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 USC from Colorado. I, unfortunately for me, I have a really – You're
0: uh, a USD dude. You love USC. I know,
2: no, <laughs> I know. But the defense was so poor this year right. – Right, and the right. defense gave up so many. I mean, it, when you look at the two losses to Utah that ended up derailing the season, you look at that unbelievable bowl loss to Tulane. Right. Uh, Caleb, Caleb Williams. Now, Caleb Williams got hurt in that in that bowl game against Tulane, but he was you know playing on one leg and just injured. But I mean, he had. Uh, they had a, a lot of points scored. They had leads in games that they just absolutely let up. So, to be honest with you, the only guy. That I am really, really on fire about in terms of USC defenders is Thule, the Thule, the defensive yeah. lineman. Yeah, um, and it's not to say that this kid isn't a good player. It's more just, man, the the, the USC defense really the past couple of um, past couple of years were j- just was not very good. Um, he is he's five eleven, about one eighty, so he's got a little bit of bulk on him. He ran a sub four five, which you like. Um, the the ten yard split was one one five four i mean i, I think this is, hes a guy that can be a a decent rotational player maybe a guy that comes in and can can you know vie for some uh low depth you know like a cb4 type of situation early on type type of thing with a team i think he's got some skills i do i do now readily remember this this kid now um I think he's got some skills. I just am emotionally scarred from the, <laughs> from the USC defense. Uh, hey, okay,
0: but but did Lincoln Riley have great defenses at Oklahoma? I think you no,
2: have used- no, he doesn't. No.
0: you might have to get used to that AC man. He don't play defense. He's all offense.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, you know, a guy that he, he doesn't have great. Um, he didn't show great strength at the combine. Eleven reps. Um, you know, I, I will need to look up his, uh, his RAS to see, you know, kind of what that looks like there. But I mean, there's tools that you like, there's things that you, that you like, you know, he's got a uh, functional size and, and could be a guy that uh, he's a, he's a, a guy that can come in immediately and kind of fill out the back end of your depth chart at the cornerback group and can, can do some different things for you. But um, again, you know, I, I just saw how often that USC defense as a whole, and I know that doesn't really <laughs> jive with what I'm saying with Thule either, but uh, I mean, Thule was a Thule was a game wrecker when you go look back. I mean, he was really the lone star on that defensive unit for the Trojans. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be opposed to Blackman. The value would have to be there. I'd probably say day day three for him.
0: Day three. Now, I gotta put this up there. Just talk, Steve's here talking about, <laughs> about Jonah. He said he's not worth a second. I'd be happy with a bag of peanuts for him. Oh, come on, Steve.
2: Come on.
0: I'm like, he was an average left tackle. Like, if he's the, i kept telling right before we signed Orlando Brown, I was like, if Jonah is in the free agency mark right now, he's probably your second best left tackle that was out there. I mean, uh, Am I wrong on that, AC? I mean, if he's... If he was agent, on this
2: year's free agent market? Yeah. Well, what are we considering Jawan Taylor at this point, right? I mean... Well, I, he's a I, right tackle. Well, that's right. The that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right? And now he's playing left. Well, so, that's what I
0: keep saying. Jonah, to go play right, hell, you can go play left maybe if you play good. I mean, that's...
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh I am very, very interested, not only just because of the whole, or, what happened with Orlando Brown and everything, mm-hmm. I'm very interested to see how Jawan Taylor performs yes. in, that, in that role because he played like every snap mm-hmm. at right tackle. Yep. So that, that's a very interesting situation they've made for themselves there. But um, yeah, I mean, he'd probably be, you know, technically one of the top left tackles on the open market this year. Would he have been available? Um, I don't know that he would have gotten paid the same way as Orlando Brown. No, or Toronto, no. Taylor. But, um, you know, I, I think teams would have been came after him if he was a free agent, but, uh, again, and you know, he claims he was, I guess, blindsided by the Orlando Brown side, uh, signing. That's kind of the, the well, they kept saying, chatter. I understand. They kept saying well, the Bengals are blindsided that Orlando wanted to come to him. So, I mean, I, and he was I, available for what? Yeah. I mean, right. it just made a lot of sense for him. So they're like, Hey man, we, we feel this is an improvement yeah. and maybe, maybe because Jonah has been such a good teammate and locker room guy, they're saying, yeah, he's probably not going to really like this transition, but he'll roll with it and he'll make the best of it. And it didn't really maybe play out the way that the Bengals thought it would. But again, you got to improve that offensive line, how you feel you can. And the Bengals feel that they made a very big improvement at left tackle. Um, And they feel that potentially, If Jonah can play right tackle, that's just an all-around improvement on multiple spots of the offensive line.
0: This this is my thoughts on Jonah. I know going from left to right, you're doing everything everything the reverse. It's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy at all. But with his shorter arms, I think he has a better shot because they do move guys around, but most of your best uh, pass rushers are coming from the left. And his biggest problem is he jumps out to go get guys, and then he's got to come back in, and he don't have the arms to get them. Right side, it might not be as big a deal. I, I don't know. That, that's what I'm getting uh, from Santori and Dale and all these guys, but that, that's where I, yeah, you
2: know, that makes sense. Might be a
0: pretty good right tackle, it might be better there.
2: That makes sense. I mean, he hasn't played right tackle since being a freshman at Alabama. Right. Um, and there was you know some decent uh tape back then of him doing that, but uh, again, it's just you know, it's uh, the transition. I mean, it, it sounds easier than it is from. All kinds of different accounts that I've heard, read, listened to, etc. So, um, you know, we'll we'll see what happens that with him. Happens. I, I I think also, you know, I, I see you pin that one from Foxy saying I think we'll be able to only get a third at most for Jonah. I mean, you know, unfortunately, him putting that stuff out into the the league that hey, awesome. I want to I want to be true. yeah. I want to be traded you know that just unfortunately net that decreases the net value you could get for him too that's just kind right. of the, the the realistic bottom line with it uh i will trying to get the brandon's question here he
0: says uh Ashawn robinson he says his short arms and he's really weak <laughs> so <laughs> what's your thoughts on him
2: on a'shaun robinson yeah uh a'shaun is he's the former bama guy right yeah mm-hmm. um big big old boy big old boy uh 330 Woo! i didn't realize he was already 28 though um oh, really? but you know a, a guy hey you know we saw as good as dj reader has been we saw him go down with an injury mm-hmm. um last year that that in uh, god remember that remember the browns game on on halloween where oh, again it was the nick chubb show again no dj reader and nick chubb right. goes off yeah uh, that so yeah, I mean, again, this could be a, a guy that to come in there and be a nice uh, nose option for the for the Bengals. I mean, I don't know that he would take a you know pretty big backup type of role because that is DJ Reader's spot, that's right. for sure. But right. um, you know, I, I, to me, I, again, I, I go back to shoring up the the trenches, and yes. I know it stings to lose Jesse Bates. It stings to lose Von Bell. And you can well, do We gotta get those trenches, man. We gotta get we gotta get pressure off the quarterback it's, and we gotta protect Jack. It's Biden. how it's how you win. And yes, if you look at again. Yes, you look at the two the two teams in the Super Bowl, and yes, the Bengals were right on the precipice of making it again themselves, even with an injured offensive line. But there are guys on the defensive line, their stars were still are taking a bit too many snaps. In my in my opinion, you're starting to see you know Trey Hendrickson needing to come off the field. A a bit more and more, not only because of the wrist injury, but he's taking a lot of snaps. Sam Hubbard's taking a ton of snaps. Well, they
0: played a ton of games last two two
2: years. Yeah, yeah. Probably
0: one of the most between them, the Chiefs play the most games in the NFL the the last two years. To be honest,
2: yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I I understand the sentiment with it and and the idea with it, but uh, you know, you've also got Josh Tupo still under contract there, and and that's a that's a Joshua. guy I've, I've, yeah, I've Ooh. been very impressed with what he's been able to do reserve nose tackle. And he's a guy right. that's kind of been a thorn in a lot of AFC North team side. So for right now, I think it's more, look for that three tech pass rushing type of, you know, some smaller type of interior defense alignment. That uh, is a, a bit more pass rush oriented because the Bengals, you know, between reader and Tupo, they've, they've, they've got that nose spot pretty well established.
0: All right. Now the Bengals uh, signed a uh, uh, Sidney Jones this week. And I put this out there, and Crown's so answer the same thing. He said, "Well, the uh, Bengals re-sign Apple. I still think there's a possibility that they could re-sign Apple. Where, where, where's your thoughts on on Eli Apple?
2: Well, I don't. I don't want to rain on him. I mean, the, the guy's got Apple in his name. He's asking about <laughs> Eli Apple. I'm sure. I'm sure he's a really big Eli Apple fan. So I don't want to. him. I think him. he's a fan, fan of Crown Apple. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiple, <laughs> multiple meetings, Multiple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, to me, I think. I think that's. Uh, it's a sign that they are potentially moving on. Now I know Eli and Lou Anarumo have the connection from back in New York and there's, you know, a lot there. And I have been really impressed with what Eli Apple has done. Has he been a perfect corner for the Bengals? No, but stepping in for, uh, you know, a, a couple of big corners yeah, that have been injured the last, last few years.
0: years. He wasn't supposed to be so.
2: Yeah. And, and stepping in and, and playing, you know, kind of just, carrying the baton, you know, he came up with a couple of, you know, the occasional big plays here and there, but kind of just carrying the baton and keeping the the unit rolling on. I've been very impressed with him. But again, I think, you know, while we've become, we've kind of romanticized some of these guys, Eli Apple, Jesse Bates, Vaughn Bell, and rightfully so, because they've made big plays in big games and have been a reason, good, big reasons for, you know, them getting to big games. But at the same time, again, the Bengals are operating a little bit more cold blooded than they have in the past, where it's like, "Hey, man, young, speed, upside, athleticism," mm-hmm. and you know, that's kind of where they went with Sidney Jones over Eli Apple. Now, may, might Eli Apple be a guy they call after the draft or in the summer or something? If there's, a, God forbid, an injury, potentially, um, and and maybe he comes back on a on a you know. Team-friendly type deal. of deal, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just kind of what he's been doing the last right. couple of years. Yeah. Uh, but right now, I think that that's the direction the Bengals have chosen to go. They're going to see – I think they're going to draft a cornerback probably by by the conclusion of night two. Okay. Um, so, you know, and probably a long-term one. So, <laughs> I, I think at that point, that's probably where they're going to go. And if it doesn't work out that way, maybe then Apple gets a call to, to come back. All right. Since
0: James got another question here, he says, all right, AC, your pick at 28. Tackle, cornerback, D-line, tight end. <laughs> Where you got?
2: There's so many variables to this. Uh <laughs> no. Well, here's draft. my thing. Um, you know, I waver with taking what is, pres- you know, a consensus, you know, third, fourth, fifth best tackle in the class. Right. Instead of potentially taking the top player at a position even if that positional value is less than an offensive tackle and edge rusher that sort of thing. I think I think you have to seek out value sometimes. So if you're looking at let's just say for interesting um let's just say for for uh, for example that um we the Bengals are on the clock They have, you know, a couple of different options at these, you know, at these positional groups, but they have what is the number one or number two tight end in the class staring them at the face in the face or the number four or five offensive tackle uh, staring them in the face. And they maybe have not settled the Jonah, Lael Collins, whatever plan that they have there. I don't know, man. It'd be hard to sit there and say again, because tight end, even with the Irv Smith signing tight end still is pretty bare. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it'd be hard not just player value as opposed to positional value. If that argument makes sense, it, no, it, it does. So it'd be so kind of hard. It'd be kind of hard to.
0: I was saying, I guess the question: had they put themselves? And I think you're answering it already, but had they put themselves in the position to
2: to take BPA, best player available?
0: I, I, I don't. I, within I don't,
2: reason, within yeah, reason, well, yeah. I think they have. I think they have. But I think those those, those positions that James pointed out there, those, that's got to be in the conversation there. Right. I mean, uh, to me, I don't I don't know that – I don't think that they will go tight end in the first round. I think this is a deep enough class. Yeah. I think the Irv Smith signing lessened the, the desperation there. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably going to be, again, one of those positions you see picked before the conclusion of night two. Uh, right. So I, I would not be surprised if your first pick is an offensive tackle right. or a corner. Those just seem to be the, the the premium positions the Bengals like to pick in that first yeah. round. Um, so I, I kind of trend towards those positions, but again, I'd also an throw interesting- defense
0: liner, I'd also throw D- yeah. defense liner yeah. edge there. I mean, if there's yeah. a, a good guy that drops there they, they, because I'll, I'll give coach cam the credit on this. And he, he says the, one of the biggest problems in the, the AFC championship game against the chiefs is we couldn't get pressure on Mahomes. Like right, we could get pressure on the sides, but we couldn't get anything up the middle. So you gotta be able to protect the quarterback and you gotta be able to hit the quarterback and we really couldn't do either one of them <laughs> too enough in the AFC championship game. So for me, I think it's either if there's a, a defensive interior lineman that drops, I think they might take him first. I might go for the right tackle just because of the uncertainty. And I'm tired of watching Joe get hit. But I think the Bengals might go uh def- defense there, to be honest. If if depends on how the draft falls, that's just just my opinion.
2: Yeah. No, I, I, I'm i in agreement with you. And again, I, I think at this point, and as it often is with the Bengals, it's who's there. Right. Um, and the other element to it is also, you know, usually in the mid, uh, you know, you, you have a couple of premier players that go within the top 10, you know, your, your top positional players and whatnot. But then you go into you know the teens and the 20s and that's where runs on particular positions begin to happen and offensive tackle is usually one of them right you see in the mid-teens into the mid-20s you kind of see a run on other offensive tackles that are known as some of the better in the class same thing with a wide receiver that that tends to happen a bit as well and then um, you know depending on who's there on the defensive line. That's also kind of their corner. There kind of becomes a run there. So you don't see really the runs on safeties and tight ends and all that kind of stuff in that middle, late first round spot. So that's going to play into the equation. If the Bengals are like, man, we're seeing too many tackles go right now. We got to, we got to get on the, yeah, jump on know, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what happened. Uh, sorry to interrupt. That's kind of yeah. what happened a couple of years ago with Jackson Carmen. They were like, Oh gosh, we got to, You know, we, we, you got to get on this.
0: Well, there's always a run on something. And I think for some reason, I think it's either be tight end or defensive line guys, interior or edge. That's that's kind of the, for some reason, I just think that's going to be the run this year. Maybe I'm wrong, which I've been wrong a lot. So it won't be the first time. All right. So speaking of tight end here, Mike, Mark, excuse me. wants a tight end, who you got? The one at Georgia, which is uh, my boy Porkchop's favorite one. Notre Dame, the local boy, or Kincaid, Utah. Injured? he but he started to come up in the board what do you
2: what do you you want right i mean what do you what do you want do you want a massive dude who might be a little bit of um you know a a developmental project which is the kid from georgia do you want the all-around tight end that can block pretty well can catch pretty well Maybe not absolute, you know, Tony Gonzalez type of player, but just a guy who's an all around guy. That's mayor from Notre Dame. Or do you want a guy that you can line up in the slot and have an additional weapon and be a real red zone attack, but not really help you out much as a blocker? That's Kincaid. So it's kind of what's your choose your flavor. Um, I have a soft spot for, for Dalton Kincaid because I saw him make really, really special plays as a receiver. Um, And he's a guy that lined up as an H back at times, lined up in the slot. They did line him up in line, uh, just you know, not really capable as a blocker. Maybe you know, maybe you can bulk him up a little bit and teach him up. But um, I don't think he's ever going to be that guy. He's going to be kind of the slot weapon. He's going to be a guy you split out and and do different things with. And to me, you know, if you feel that you have shored up your offensive line with who you either currently have in the building or what have you, I think, you know, Dalton Kincaid makes a lot of sense as Are another weapon. in back
0: injury? That's, that's I'm worried
2: about a lot of things with him. Yeah. I'm worried about, <laughs> right. the, I'm worried about the lack of blocking and I'm worried about uh, the, the back stuff. I'm worried about him not, you know, testing or working out uh, this spring, all of that. But again, if you're asking, let's say the Bengals get a tackle in the first, in the first round, a right tackle of the future. And then, you know, you're going. Wow, well, that offensive line is pretty well fortified. You know, Dalton Kincaid sitting there potentially at the back of a of a second round. Right. I don't know, man. To be, you're sitting here saying, "Dang, let's let's kind of yeah. let's kind of go for it here." Um, I, I like all three of those guys. I really do. They all just bring different, different stuff. Banks.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, that's that's what's so interesting about where the Bengals have picked the last two years, because it's just just depends on which way the draft goes. It, it's that's what's so fun and also so frustrating about it. At all now, another question here. My boy Greg from Rally Round and Natty has been going nuts for like the last two weeks, going hashtag Zeke Natty. Hashtag This and I told him, I was like, Look, dude, if we sign Zeke, you got to do a, ha- a half shirt. So I'm gonna get Gotham here. So, what's up? Would you uh sign Zeke? Where are you at on that? I'm saying back up to, to uh,
2: P-Rod. yeah, no, I, I I understand, yeah, I mean. I don't think it's the needle moving move that, uh, that a lot of people are making it up to be. I think it makes sense. He actually is a, you know, pretty good blocking back. Yeah. Uh, He's a guy who, you know, has kind of turned into a, uh, you know, a a nice short yardage back or a guy that just kind of can move the chains. The breakaway speed that you saw the first couple of years is gone. Um, But, uh, you know, I, I, I think if, if my deal was, I forget who I said this to, but my deal was, if it, if the price makes sense, the contract makes sense, right. uh, then sure, why not? But that's at the base. same time, I think, again, the emphasis for the Bengals needs to be younger, mm-hmm. more speed. As the year went on, you saw sometimes where you're and, – and the Chiefs proved it. The Eagles proved it. There they have will. team speed, and, and that's why Kincaid, even though he didn't test, mm-hmm. him being able to stretch the field and do different things, that's why he intrigues me. That's why getting a running back maybe – you know, by round four intrigues yep. me as well. Um, so, which
0: that's where I think, Anthony. I think I, I don't think the Bengals are going to sign anybody as far as running back. I think they're going to start looking at running back round four, round five. That's where, where I, I just it feels that way because they, they've Pete Ryan. I think they wanted to sign. <laughs> I think yeah, that yeah. one messed up, and now they they, they got mixing like we're not going to let mixing go because we they know what mixing can do. They have uh, Trayvon Williams who. Me personally, I think Travion is a good player and he has been able to get his chances. He's from what I've read. There's no PFF or anything on this. He's, I think he's a fairly decent blocker. He, he's been good at, at, at kick returning and stuff like that. He could be a good backup. But if you get somebody in the the, the later rounds, like the, the Chiefs, I hate to reference the Chiefs, but that's what they did last year. They're what they got the running back in the what the fifth round, sixth round, the one that they starting one. So I mean, it, you, you uh, can find
2: him. Yeah, I mean, you can find guys all over now. I mean, obviously, the 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 later you wait, um, you know, I mean, it's gonna there's gonna be guys that aren't complete backs or what you know what, what you what you may or may not be looking for. Uh, yeah, you're talking about Isaiah Pacheco. He, I think he was a seventh round guy. Um, if, if that's who you're referencing, yes, yes, um, yes, but, Pache-
0: yeah. Pacheco, yes. Yes. Yeah.
2: Um, and obviously he's not a, you know, he's kind of a, a little bit of a gadget back, but I mean, he was an effective player for him and, and right. did what they needed him to do in the offense. So it's again, what are you looking for in, in a back? Are you looking for a mix in replacement as your go-to guy? If so, that's probably going to be a night two pick. Are you looking for the complimentary guy that what P Ryan did, maybe a guy who gives you a little extra maybe an, as a kickoff returner, if you're right. moving on from Chris Evans, then that's going to be a day three guy. And maybe even two picks, depending on how the, the draft falls later on, too, and, and how many picks you end up collecting, if any, that weekend. So it's just, what do you want? And if you're the Bengals, I, I think if they're moving on from Joe Mixon, I think we can say round two is going to be where they that's just where they always draft that next running back, that next bell cow running back. You can go to Jeremy Hill, Joe Mixon himself, Corey Dillon. Round two is where they get their running backs that they want to give a lot, of, a lot of snaps to, if they're looking for a starter or a a split starting situation, right. now my my that
0: brings you to the other thing that's blown up Twitter <laughs> is you know mixing are, are, are you going to keep him restructure him cut him at this point they're not doing anything with him until after the draft I think and I still think they're keeping him and I think they might keep him at at, at the money he's at right now I I just the way with P Ron leaving I think if they sign Samaj, I think Mixon was gone. They didn't sign him. He went to Denver. And so that's where I'm at. Where are you at on Mixon? I guess is I would love to restructure, him, to restructure him. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, I think, like I said, right now, at this point, you know, Mar- what is the date? March 27, 28, whatever date it is. I-, I think they're keeping him. It-, it could change by the draft. But where are you at on Mixon?
2: Uh, you know, initially, without knowing a ton of – the details surrounding a a couple of different not so great stories with him this year i i kind of was like you know this is probably depending i mean if they went the other way with it meaning you know there was fire with the smoke type of thing i I guess i i would have you know been pretty inclined to be like all right it's time to to move in another direction obviously that has since been I, i guess at least partially debunked both of those the scenarios um So I I guess you kind of can play some wait and see there. I think again the Bengals kind of have some leverage there because they don't have they they can designate him as a post June first cut even if they cut him before that or they can wait you know the whole deal. So they've got a little bit of leverage there, and so I would you know again kind of see how the draft plays out. There were some I think it was Elizabeth Blackburn um, at the uh, the the owners meetings kind of made a somewhat non-committal. Um, yeah, yeah, I, no. I made a, a pretty non non-committal comment to Joe Mixon and his, his future there. I think if, you know, again, it, it, maybe if, if a Bajon Robinson or Jameer Gibbs or someone falls a little further than they think, or than they expected, you know, maybe that's enough to pull the trigger there. I don't know, but, uh, you know, I, I don't think they are tethered to him right. uh, at this point in time, nor should they be. And I think, I think in a perfect world, I know there's been some divisive stuff on Twitter about a little bit. Or, little bit this week. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I'm kind of like, I'm like, you know, it's like either, what is it? Uh, the, 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 mixies or the cutters, right? Yeah, I'm kind of yeah, like, you're, can I be, you're, can, I be you're, uh, can I be a, can I be a, a mixie cut the contract? Can I be both? <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Um, so that's kind of where I'm with you. I'm kind of like, you know, hey, if, if that deal needs to be restructured. Oh, um, I, that's that, that's my, that's my needs to be. It's nothing
0: in- is mixed in $17 million, a lot of money to pay a freaking running back. So I, I more restructure. I would rather keep Joe, but I have no idea what the Bengals are going to do, to be honest. I mean, I, I, as far as Joe goes, right. I don't know what they're going to do. It's because I think the Samajay thing really messed them up, to be honest. That's my right.
2: Opinion. Right. I'm, I'm in agreement with you there yeah all right so i gotta <laughs> got throw this one out here so
0: john says uh chris jones from the chiefs will be a free agent next year <laughs>
2: you think we have a chance of grabbing him in the future no clue uh, sure yeah. uh you don't want to know why because yeah. the Bengals have made a point to stick it to the Chief. yes they yes, I'm talking about. And so, yes, I think they could be Screw very well into the mix. And I don't, will Chris Jones want to do that based on all kinds of things he said and did this last year about the Bengals? I don't know. But <laughs> hey, I mean, they grabbed Orlando. That's honestly, that, the Orlando Brown signing, not only is it like, hey, talented left tackle, cool guy, you know, it should, should be an improvement on the offensive line, all of that. But I love lessening. A rivals roster. Exactly. I love it. That's why. I, that's why I absolutely loved the Mike Hilton signing because uh-huh. it just yep. you, you knew the Steelers really liked that that yep. player, and it's like yep. you're we're gonna make you hurt by losing this player, and we're exactly. and then not only that you lose the player, but then he's coming to our team, and you got to face him twice a year. I love that, and that's another reason, just another reason why I love this uh, this Chiefs Bengals thing going oh, on, and the Brown signing.
0: Oh, so much fun, which I have to ask you this, which I'll like. Okay. I, I when we signed Orlando Brown, I full, full disclosure, I work at UPS, it's right down the road from Paycourt Stadium. So I did a video from my truck, cheering, like, we got Orlando Brown. This is awesome. Did not tag a Chiefs fan at all. Didn't say hashtag Chiefs. Didn't say nothing. AC, I got so much hate from Chiefs fans. Come on. Oh, we beat you in the AFC Championship game. You guys are garbage. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bro.
2: Oh, well, oh, also, I don't know if you heard the Chiefs fans now. The guy that they wanted to have re-signed back, Orlando Brown Jr., now all of a sudden he can't. It's garbage. Prepare. He can't play football, according to Chiefs fans, yeah. He he, he suddenly, because he became a Bengals <laughs> offensive tackle, he suddenly unlearned how to play football. Uh, it's just like, oh, bitter party of one. Your table's ready, you know? it kills me is,
0: I, like, I – Oh my God. I I literally posted this out here and I just said Jackpot Joey's the best quarterback in the AFC. Chase fans. Oh, Patrick Mahomes is. I said, man, it it must be fun that us Bengals fans live in your head. No, Patrick Mahomes lives years. I said, you're the one that commented on my tweet. I didn't say a damn word to you guys about it. Like, I, I, dude, I'm enjoying it. I don't know. Ravens fans have been
2: that way until the last (laughs) couple of days as well. Shut up. (laughs) <laughs> oh man, they really got quiet. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. shut up. Anyway, hey Anthony, I got I got some couple good guests. I don't know if you've
0: ever had these guys on. They are Scott and Sam. They they did the uh uh Bulldog to Bengal uh oh yeah, uh, excuse me book. I had them on yeah. the show yesterday. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I highly recommend you getting them on if you haven't okay. pre ordered. If anybody in the chat has not pre ordered the book Bulldog to Bengal, go check it out. Sam is the man, he is the dude that put Jackpot Joey at quarterback. He was his peewee coach, so he is the reason. Very cool, this all happened. So, I highly recommend you go get the book. And if you guys haven't seen the show, go check it out. And AC, if you want to get them on, I I, I got their emails. I I can send, I appreciate it. I might hit
2: you up for that. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, they'd be really good. Anyway, AC, dude, you've been off for 54 minutes. You, I appreciate you because back and forth I, I wanted to come on then i had somebody else come on then they canceled on me and then i couldn't do it at 5 30 and uh, anyway
2: well this always. worked Damn. out uh time wise selfishly yeah. speaking it worked out yeah. <laughs> it worked hey, out better for me but yeah. i appreciate you always uh asking me to come on man i hope i uh i don't bore you and your listeners you're, to tears but no. uh you're,
0: you're the man dude oh, but I love, uh i love, uh, I love, uh, I love when you anytime i'm john. able
2: i will yeah. i will do it
0: you and john are awesome plug plug your stuff uh, that nine are you're, you're on strawberry ice show because i'm kind of big time they might not know who you, you are, are big
2: time you are big time
0: <laughs> not big time at all plug yourself well, let's you go
2: no uh sinceyjungle.com that's uh writing side and uh, the podcasts are there too but uh the show the orange and black insider on the cincy jungle podcast channel john sharon myself and uh, a couple others we're kind of doing some different things so um, and then, of course, the Cincy Jungle podcast channel coach Coach Matt Minick he does a yep. he does a show on it, and Bengal Jim he does a show on it. So, got a couple of different options there. Um, and then John also, unfortunately, just left Cincy Jungle on the he writing did. side, he did. and he said A to A to Z Sports. So, I want to give him a plug for that too. Go check absolutely. out what he's doing there. Yeah, absolutely. Real quick, the hat you're wearing. What 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 is it? I've I've been dying about oh, the whole show. It's gotta, an action sports like surf brand. It's called volcom V O L C O M. Yeah, it's kind of a little skate surf company and stuff. And it's you see the color scheme, so I'm like, hey, what the I hell? i like put it on.
0: Yeah, I like it a lot. Dude, you gotta make it a sense this year. Gotta have a couple of beers. I'm gonna and have stuff on the table. You going to any
2: road games? You going to any road games? Um I might
0: be going to Tennessee. Um okay. Jacksonville is one that I'm trying to get to because okay. my wife has family in, in, in Tampa and that's not a bad drive up there. So I'm trying to get a couple, couple of them. I don't have anything hammered down yet, but yeah, I'm, I'm trying okay. to, I would love to go to Vegas, you know, for the Super Bowl Cause we're yeah. going to win this yeah. year. So yeah, another one.
2: But, yeah. yeah. There's a couple wet, uh, finally West coast ones, I think San Francisco and Arizona. So I'm probably going to go to those, but a couple of those uh, Jacksonville is one. I kind of looked at, of course, going back to Cincinnati and then, you know, I got to get my, I got to get my ass to Kansas city. Um, you know, Dude. I, I want to I go there. So Dude, I, cool. I had
0: so much fun. I mean, I know we lost, but I had so much fun. And honestly, the funny thing, Chiefs fans are fine when you're in the stadium with them. I had yeah. no problem with them. The ones on Twitter are crazy. <laughs> just yeah, I believe it. I believe uh, it. Anyway, bro. Hey, I appreciate you,
2: bro. You're the man. Thank you. You too. Who day? Who day?
0: All right, guys. If you don't follow Anthony and you don't follow John, you don't watch Cincy Jungle Orange and Black Insider podcast. Why the hell not? Go watch him. That dude right there is awesome. I love that dude. He is cool as hell. Him and John always come on the show when I get a cha- I, I ask him to. So I appreciate them. What did you say, Crips? So 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 Anthony, when you're going to take Carson Palmer picture down? I didn't. I didn't get a chance to ask him that one. Yeah, it's still up there. Sorry. I'll, I. I'll try to. I right, thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Scrub. I appreciate it. Anyway, let's get to the Facebook groups that let me live stream, and I appreciate every single one of them. They are Houday Nation, Houday Legion, Bearcat Ruckus, Radical Reds, the Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar, and then you can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Strawberry Ice on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Triple. TikTok is at IceMan90. I'll be pulling a sign off later on tonight. If you miss any of the show, check out the podcast. It's on Beanpot, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher Play, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Please make sure you rate, like, and review. Leave a comment so more Cincinnati fans can find my podcast. YouTubers, we're at two thousand one hundred sixty-eight. You guys are awesome. wasn't for you guys. Know this: what happened? Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors, dude. I've honestly had so many people going. Why do you only have that many subscribers? I'm like, I have no idea. Like I, I, you're like, you talk Bengals every day. You have great great guests and blah, 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 blah. I, I don't know. So if you do me a favor, I've been trying to get the al- algorithm going, figuring something out. Tell everybody to subscribe. Go to the YouTube channel. Bengals Talk, Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription button. Hit the bell for notifications. notification. I'd appreciate it. Also, dude, seriously, if you guys missed yesterday's show, it was awesome. Sam, and Scott are OG legends. I'm telling you, go watch that show, go buy their book. I've tweeted it out. Bulldog the bank. If you want to know anything, anything about jackpot, Joey, go read this book, order it. It's coming out in April, order it, pre-order it, you know, go find it. It, It's a great read. I mean, I haven't read the whole book. I have only read inserts. They sent me, it's awesome. Go check it out. You can get it on Amazon. Anyway, like I said, it's on my Twitter feeds, on my Facebook, all that stuff. Anyway, that's just sports, baby. See ya! Talked about it yesterday, just that chip on your shoulder. Everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game. Not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you
1: coming into this? You better send those refunds. <laughs> I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a up. coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the up. middle, 21 in the cut. We, we ain't hiding from nobody, running tell telling me I'm from the up. city where they gotta play us. Flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the up. middle, 21 in the cut. We're we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell him it's up. Back to back champs, kings of the north with it. Mm-hmm. Thinking mm-hmm. they can hang with us, still ain't jumped out the porch with it. Long bomb to chase every Sunday, watch him go and get it. Double up on him then we gon' double down on T. Higgins. Just throw boy in the mix, now you really iffy. Every Sunday showing boys how to really gritty. They try to shuffle up the game on us, but they ain't mm-hmm. icky. Flip the coin, kick the toe, right to the go and get it. Never know what's gon' happen when Joe drop back. He get shiesty in the pocket, I get shiesty on the track. Nobody on the team, all pro, that's all cap. Most all-around team in the NFL, that's all fact. And came across nobody yet, it seemed like they can hang with us. They said we couldn't be Buffalo, but see how we call they bluff? Underdogs every week, they keep on trying to label us. Put your money on us, even if Vegas don't favor us. No matter what, we really came up now, it's hard to fail. I dare you come across that middle, Vaughn gon' ring your bell. I know we under they skin, them boys built frail. Eli Apple out there chirping like a next tail. You don't want Sam and Trey to come off them ends. Rita clogging up the middle like a big body Benz. Right behind them low and Pratt to turn over twins. Jesse base in the backfield just to clean up the loose ends. We, we just, just drafted Cam and drafted Hill. Instant gratification every time that they on the field We can't go back to what we was, cause that's the loser weight It's been hard to throw on us since we picked up a woozy 8 It's like win after win, feel like we could really do it Zach Taylor doing the same for the city, I give it to him And I bet you will find a hole if you give it to him Hayden Hurst don't need a hole, he just plan on running through him Just hand it out to 28 and let him do the dash Getting hit by BJ Hill probably feel like a car crash Every week it seem like Lou digging deeper in his bag And if the game on the line, all my favorite money match I'm from the city where they gotta play us Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. Mm-hmm. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. Mm-hmm. And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. What
2: do we say, dog?